Namaste, Namaskaram, Vanakam, Namunamaha, Jai Ganesha. Please visit our website at classicalyoga.org. And there is a donate button if you would like to help us out. And please, stand up for the Hindu, yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. Today's podcast, Sapta Svastika and Lucky Seven. Sapta is Sanskrit for the number seven. And, believe it or not, swastika, svastika, actually means auspicious. Auspicious means favorable, promising, propitious. It's similar to luck, for its synonym is also auspicious, favorable, encouraging. But before we go into the word the Sanskrit Hindu word, swastika, and how it has been totally distorted. Let's first look at the number seven throughout the ages. Seven can be found within the ancient Hindu scriptures. Surya, the sun deity, rides on a chariot pulled by seven horses, seven rays to the sun, seven seasons. Seven races, seven rishis, the Sapta rishis. And we'll save this for the end of the podcast. But you can also find seven in Buddhism. It was said that the Buddha's mother died seven days after his birth. It is said that as an infant he took seven steps. In the Japanese culture, in Shinto, seven is considered a lucky number. In the Chinese Confucianism, we have the five elements and the yin-yang for the lucky seven. In the Greek culture, there were seven sages. In the Judeo-Christian culture, of course, according to their account, God created the world in seven days. And of course, we have seven days in our week it is said that the Lord's Prayer consists of seven admonitions. They look to seven stars, the Pleiades, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven angels, seven churches, seven plagues. We also have the seven sins of the Judeo-Christian culture and the seven virtues. So the seven sins were greed, anger, lust, gluttony, envy, pride, sloth. We could liken this to, in the Hindu yoga dharma, we have loba, krota, kama, madha, moha, abhimana, avidya, respectively, and we add one more, asmitta, or egoism. In the seven biblical virtues, one has faith and hope, justice, moderation or restraint, charity, perseverance, judgment. In Hindu yoga dharma, we have shraddha, asha, dharma, yama, dana, vira, vichara, respectively. One hears of the seven wonders of the world, the seven seas, the seven ages, the seven colors of the rainbow, seven notes to the musical scales, both east and west. In science, the seven 
electromagnetic waves, which obviously is the period preceding the Big Bang, when there was just electromagnetic energy, radio waves, microwaves, infrared rays, visible rays, ultraviolet, X-rays, gamma rays. Many are familiar with the legend of the seventh son of the seventh son, which one can trace back to both Europe and South America. And in Europe, this seventh son of the seventh son was considered a sign of auspiciousness, goodness. In South America, however, it's quite the opposite. And some of you may remember that this was a popular song back in 1955 in America, written by Dixon and made popular on song by Mabon and again by Johnny Rivers in 1965 and then again by a metal group, Maiden, in 1988. So the number seven has been seen throughout the ages, right up to the very present, when gamblers look for lucky seven, when they roll the dice. So let's look at the difference between luck and preparation. The Roman philosopher Seneca said, luck is what happens when preparation meets opportunity. As others have said, luck probably has more to do with psychology than probability. One may be familiar with what's called the gambler's fallacy. For example, if they flip a coin and it turns up heads four times, they assume the next one must be tails, when it's still 50-50. To use a gambler's phrase, life is a crapshoot. We can do the best we can to prepare, and the outcome will probably be positive, but we can't always count on it. There are always extenuating circumstances. But if we enter into superstition, then gambling becomes a very negative addiction for which they have created groups, Gamblers Anonymous, like Alcoholics Anonymous. So here are some popular quotes on quote-unquote luck from Louis Pasteur. Chance favors the prepared mind. R.E. Shea, depend on the rabbit's foot if you will, but remember it didn't work for the rabbit. Ralph Waldo Emerson, good luck is another name for tenacity of purpose. And Thomas Jefferson, I'm a great believer in luck. And I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. In other words, it is a positive attitude and preparation that produces quote-unquote luck for any individual. Which brings us back to the Sanskrit Hindu word swastika or svastika. And the unluckiness, if you will, of many Hindus due to lack of preparation due to laziness. If we make an acronym out of lazy, lose, a, zero, yoga, etc., etc. We'll get into the word swastika in a moment, 
which is shocking to many. But an honest look at today's culture, it is clearly evident that so much of the Hindu yoga dharma has been totally distorted beyond recognition, and this is due to the lack of preparation, and on the one hand, the laziness of many Hindus, but perhaps an insidious underlying mindset of a misunderstanding of the term Sanatana Dharma, just assuming that this Hindu Dharma, Hindu religion, if you will, is eternal, will always be around, so there's really nothing that one has to do. That attitude is simply an excuse, of course, for laziness. And interestingly, because many Hindus are extremely diligent in their professions, extremely diligent in money-making in their studies, when it comes to the Hindu yoga dharma, they don't seem to possess the same fervor. Now, there are some, certainly not enough, that today know that the Sanskrit, Tamil, Hindu word yogi yogam is all about the Hindu religion, Hindu dharma. And in actuality, it has nothing to do with the physical body at all, yet the vast majority of people believe quite the opposite, that yoga is simply an exercise routine, maybe coming from India, but just an exercise routine, when nothing could be further from the truth. And it is not simply the ancient... Sanskrit, Tamil, Hindu word yoga, that's been totally distorted beyond recognition. Just consider the following. Why are Ayurveda, Chakras, Kundalini, a New Age thing and not Hindu? Why is karma just anything but not Hindu? Why is a mantra any repetition but not Hindu? Why is a pundit merely a politician and not a perohit? Why are Aryan swastika about an evil race and not about a holy place? Why is the original homeland now the troubled nation of Pakistan? Why do many make fun of the Bindu? Why are many afraid of the word Hindu? And the Hindus are not even given credit for the numerals and especially zero. It's way past time for Hindus to look in the mirror. Capitulating rather than educating. Gambling on the assumption that maybe people will one day understand and respect that this is all about Hinduism, rather than being fully prepared. And as Thomas Jefferson said, I'm a great believer in luck, and I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. In a proverb, luck is the idol of the idol. Hindus have been idle far too long in protecting the Hindu yoga and dharma. Now, to their credit, there are some organizations that are stepping up to the plate. One of those is KONA, the Coalition of Hindus of North America, who did a wonderful expose on the misrepresentation of the swastika, which very few know actually has nothing at all to do with Hitler and the Third Reich. In fact... Hitler never, ever used the word swastika. Swastika, of course, is a Sanskrit Hindu word, and it means auspicious, good fortune. So how did this come to be? This ancient symbol 
can actually be seen around the world. For example, in Eurasia, 7,000 years ago, we see it and it basically meant a representation of the movement, like the spiraling of the universe, the spiraling of the galaxies. This symbol, using, of course, the indigenous languages, can be found in African cultures, indigenous Indian cultures around the world. And, of course, within the Hindu culture in India, unfortunately can't be used outside of India with any kind of safety, was simply a symbol of good fortune, auspiciousness. So how did swastika become associated with Hitler to the point of where it's really unsafe to even use this symbol? Well, actually, as we stated, Hitler never ever even used the word swastika. Interestingly, this symbol was used in Christianity and still is. It can be found in different abbots, clothing and abbeys in Europe. It can even be found in the Vatican. And it's called the Hockenkreuz in German, or the Hooked Cross. And it's actually a combination of the Greek letters gamma and represents the corners, the four corners, and a reference to Jesus who is considered the cornerstone of the faith. So the Hockenkreuz is the German word that Hitler used and fully associated with Christianity. So how did it become distorted into the swastika? Well, when Hitler's Mein Kampf was translated into English in 1939 by an Irish Catholic priest named James Vincent Murphy, he simply replaced the word Hockenkreuz, which was the standard term used by the Germans, he substituted Hockenkreuz for swastika. Why? That should be obvious. So that the Hockenkreuz had no association with Christianity. And again, the blame was put all on the Hindus. So too, the Sanskrit Hindu word Arya, which actually has nothing to do with a race, it simply means noble, was also absconded by the Germans for their Aryan race superiority. So here's a vivid example of the luck, the unluckiness of the Hindus due to a lack of concern, a lack of preparation. This sacred symbol to many cultures and certainly to the Hindus is one that just cannot be safely used anywhere outside of India. Just as today the words yoga, Ayurveda, chakras, kundalini have been totally divorced from their Hindu roots. So, Hindus, when it comes to the Hindu yoga dharma, we need to be as diligent in protecting, working for the dharma, as we are in other aspects of our life. As James Russell Lowell said, quote, Good luck is the willing handmaid of an upright and energetic character and conscientious observance of duty. Stand up for the Dharma. Protect the Dharma, and the Dharma will protect you. Let this not just be a meaningless cliché. 
So let's end with looking at the ancient seers, the rishis, that wrote the ancient Hindu scripture, the Vedas. And let's look at the first seven words, including Rig Veda. Rig Veda. Agnimale, Pirohitam, Yajnasya, Devam, Ritvijam. Rig means to worship. Veda is a passion to know. Vidya is knowledge. Veda is vidya on steroids, if you will. You just have to know. You have a thirst to know. And know what? Devotion. We've talked about this many times, but remember, devotion is the secret ingredient of life. Without devotion, we're not successful in anything that we do. As Hindus, we call this bhakti yoga, puja, sanya, laya. But remember that devotion has to be predicated on ethics or karma yoga because we can be devoted to the wrong thing. So Rig Veda, worship, worship, worship the fire, Agni Mele, the first word of the Rig Veda. Mele, praise the fire, Agni. Very important. We're not speaking about a deity at all. We're speaking about praising the fire, which we're deifying, of course. But no fire, no life. We live on a fire planet. It's because of Surya that we exist. Chandra Surya, Bhumi Mata, the moon, the sun, the earth, the trinity, if you will, that makes life possible here. It is due to the fire of the Atmana within this human body that is animating us at this very moment. So the Rishis knew the wisdom of praising the fire. And fire is also one's will power. And look at an acronym for will. Winning is losing laziness. Remember, when we're lazy Hindus, we lose a zero, yoga, etc., etc., etc. So we praise the fire. We literally light a fire every day. We light a dia, attracting the attention of the spirit world, if you will, but also symbolic of uncovering lighting. The dia within, the in dia, the inner light, the atmana, this is the essence of what it is to be a Hindu, tattvamasi, that thou art, that we are that inner light and love and energy. Satchitananda, jyoti shakti, ananda shanti. So, the very first word, praising the fire, lighting your fire, and to this day, we still do our Agnihotras, our Havans, our ancient fire ceremonies that are timeless. So we praise the fire, Agni Mele. Perohitam. Perohitam are the teachers. This is life. As we go from student to teacher, and the cycle continues. Every teacher was a student. Students become teachers. Every parent was a child. Children become parents. This is the natural cycle of life. So we respect the teachers in life. Perohits, we call them gurus in Hinduism. And it's not just human gurus, if you will, but animal gurus as well, or earth itself, which is actually the fifth word of the first line. Victory to Mother Nature. Ritvijam, victory to Mother Nature. Our earth planet, which is our first teacher, if you will. So we praise the fire, Agni Mele, we praise and respect our teachers, Perohitam, 
And then we must practice. We must do our own sadhana, be self-motivated. This is yajna. This becomes yuj, yog, yoga, yoga, yogaha. Our practice, the sacred doing that we do as Hindus. And we as Hindus understand there's a great similarity here, but we also respect the differences and the specifics. So as Hindus, our sacred yogas are karma yoga, bhakti yoga, raja yoga, jnana yoga, hatha yoga, mantra yoga, japa yoga, nada yoga, nata yoga, kundalini yoga. This is the lifestyle of what it is to be a Hindu. Yajnasya, our sacred doing, our sacrifice. Agnamele prohitam yajnasya devam. Remember, there's no word God in the Vedas. God, small g, comes from the Anglo-Saxon deities. And the capital G is only the Christian reference to the, their understanding of a one supreme male creator being noun. This really has no place within the Hindu yoga, dharma. Devam, deva, it's both male and female. Deva, devi, simply, profoundly means the shining ones. Light. No light, no life. The inner light, the devam. We're all devas. First world devas, if you will. When one leaves their physical body, they're considered a second world deva, if you will. And then perhaps there's a time when one never reincarnates again, and that's to the third world devas. The shining beings of light. The reality of light. In light we're meant to be devam. And finally, ritvijam, victory to bhumimata. Ritta is actually the first written word for what we call Hindu dharma today. Remember, Indo Hindu, doesn't matter how you pronounce it, is the first word by implication. That was the original or an original homeland, the Indu Indus River Valley, the valley of the Indus, Hindus. And remember, it's a beautiful word, Indo Hindu. It means moon and river. And the Bindu, the mark of the Hindu, which is also the sun, the red dot. And then the soma, the nectar, the bliss that's inside of all of us, the ananda of the atmana. So Indu means chandra, sarid, bindu, soma, moon, river, the drop, the mark of the Hindu, the bindu, the third eye point, the bindi. And then the soma, the inner nectar of bliss, chandra, sarid, soma, bindu. This is what it means to be a Hindu. So as Hindus, let's be proud to be Hindus and work to create our luck, if you will. And let's fully respect this word, swastika, swastika, auspiciousness. So be like Hanuman, Krishna, Murugaskanda. Find your youthful, loving warrior. And don't gamble on the fact that others may one day respect the Hindu yoga dharma. Don't bet on that. Don't wager on that. Rather, the opposite. Guard the Dharma. Safeguard the Dharma. Protect the Dharma. And the Dharma will protect you. The choice is up to you. As one young Hindu said, I'm proud to be a Hindu. And I've got a dot on my head and it's really, really red. It's a Bindu because I'm a Hindu and I'm proud to be a Hindu. What about you? And I do yoga because it is Hindu. Karma Bhakti Hatha is to Rajagyan, it's all yoga, it's all Hindu. It's not Boga. Let it be auspicious. Swastika. Let us restore the swastika 
of the Hindu yoga, religious, spiritual, scientific, philosophical lifestyle. It's up to us. Namaste, namaskaram, vanakam, namaha. Jaganesha, Kali, Durga, Parvati, Mahalakshmi, Saraswati, Rudraya, Maha. Agni, Mele, Skandaya, Maha, Shri Krishna, Hanumanji, Sitaram, Vishnu, Lakshmi, Shiva, Shakti, Ardhanarashvara. Shivalingam, Atmalingam, Paramatmalingam. Tatvamasi, Aham, Brahmasmi, Tatvamasi, Aham, Atma, Asi, Om. Jyoti, Jyoti, Jyotihi. Shakti, Shakti, Shaktihi. Shanti, 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 he.